Good evening and welcome to Live Long and Podcast, the channel that is dedicated to everything Star Trek, uh, but mostly reviewing shows, I guess. Uh, and living long. And living long and perhaps prospering. Now we're here to, obviously, as you can see by the ticker down here, uh, we're here to give us a reaction here for Picard Season 2, Episode 1, The Stargazer. And of course, I'm joined here with awesome... Davin Skelhorn, how are you? Not too bad, not too bad. It's a two-man show, but you know we're both. You know what? We are taking this. Right. We're taking this over. That's exactly. what we're doing. You know what? We don't have no Dave. No. Nope. Adam unfortunately is away right now. You know what? We're taking this over. This is ours now, so we can do whatever we want. Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to review it, or do you want to just show well, like random clips uh, on the internet and stuff? We could rename the show. Rename the whole brand, rename everything, uh, just do it all, yeah. just change it. Yeah. You'd be like the Davin Show, just call it the Davin Show. What do you think? No, oh, that's a bit much. We can have a, like a, a <laughs> J in there at least, Davin and J. All right, the D and J, yeah, D&J the D&J show. And J. Yeah. All right, <laughs> anyway, let's get on to it because nobody really wants to hear us anyway. Let's be honest. Um, so what were your initial thoughts on the show? I, I thought oh, it was fantastic. fantastic. I got some pictures here, by the way. Um, probably yeah. better than any episode of the previous season, other than maybe the Riker and Deanna episode, which was great. But that was a good episode, yeah, um, yeah for sure. But it was great, yeah, yeah. And of course, uh, uh, you know, I do have concerns, but we'll get to that later. Let's talk about I as well. Maybe we the same concerns. The... So we're going to see. I know maybe. Dave had some concerns, but unfortunately, he couldn't mm. join us tonight. Uh, he's got to uh, prior the discotheque. He's got to deal with the disco, uh, which I don't know if Adam's on that one or not, but uh, Adam's traveling for work, so he might not be on either one of them. Uh, and there's a time delay as well for him. Uh, not, mind you, you have a time delay too, technically, uh, compared to us, right? Because you're, what, what time is it there where you are? Nine. Nine. See, it's only eight here for me. So there you go. Anyway, let's That's just get right time. into it and get started. Because yeah, nobody realizes you hear us rant. The title. That. Awesome. The Stargazer. The Stargazer, and it makes yeah. more sense the further you get along in the show. Uh, so we open up, we open up really with uh, essentially an act attack scene. Uh, we have this. Uh, obviously, this is a good corridor shot. The one thing that I instantly got the impression of, which I think you probably did as well, is production value. Like oh, right good. off the bat, right? Um, so we had that. Uh, we also have what we're seeing is all these different Starfleet uh, people. We don't know what ship we're on yet. Uh, we don't know any of this stuff. Uh, all we know is that they're under attack. Um, I really love the subtle scene here in the, uh, the turbo lift uh, because literally it's chaos. They get into the turbo lift and then it's quiet for a second. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden the attack continues. Right. Uh, but we see, um, you know, obviously a Vulcan here uh, who's bleeding uh, like nuts actually it could be Romulan, I guess, technically. Right um well actually no it wouldn't have been. Uh, no i think they say elnor no, is the first Robin. because elnor is the first one right so yeah anyway so obviously it's other it's than poor simon tarsus of course of course uh <laughs> <laughs> uh we also see green phaser blasts uh which instantly to me said something uh but you know what did it say to you did you did you instantly know who this was that was a that was attacking uh no no i didn't make any assumptions actually oh really okay i automatically did but uh i was i was just my first thing was actually wrong though 
I was slightly worried that they were starting with a big action scene because that's usually not a good sign. Yeah, that kind of bothered me a bit. As soon as the 48 hours earlier thing came up, I felt better. I'm like, okay, they're just doing one of those. That's exactly. And we see we see all of a sudden a tentacle uh, jump into a a console. We're like, whoa, what's going on here? And then instantly after this, oh, come think of it. Then I did think of uh, who. Yeah, at this point, I'm like Borg, right? Like that. That's where we're at here. We're we're at Borg. and then obviously we see Jean-Luc, he's obviously in a panic. Uh, he's not having a good time. He's under attack. Okay. So, but we have no idea where he is. We have no idea what ship he's on. We don't know why he's even here. Uh, we have nothing to go on here other than we have this really cool attack scene. Uh, production values through the roof. Like we're talking like movie level production value here. They did a really good job. I thought um, mm-hmm. overall sold me on it. Uh, we also see Dr. Girardi uh who is obviously in a panic as well we have some awesome consoles uh but the cool thing about the consoles i thought was the fact that they're being disrupted uh so that Mm -hmm. led me to believe even more and more that we had a borg uh borg type thing going on here um and then we have obviously rios and rios i caught on immediately that number one he's in a starfleet uniform uh which is obviously a little different than what we last saw him at. So at this point, I'm not sure how far we are in the future. And he's uh, a captain. And he's a captain. So yeah, it's, you know, what's going on here, right? Um, You get any thoughts on this? Because instantly when I saw Rios in the Starfleet outfit, I thought to myself, oh, I don't know how I like this idea. I did like it, actually. You did, okay. Um, Because they did say in the previous season and show some a bit of his backstory and he was very much a um, rising through the ranks officer. Like he was all, yeah. And then like him being kind of a young captain kind of makes sense. I'm not that young either. He's got, yeah. At this point we, we see him, he looks, he looks professional, obviously as Mm. well as he can be in this scenario. So he's got the cigar still though. He's just like, the cigar is the best part. We don't see it here. We get to see the cigar a little bit later on, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's obviously at this point, he's probably dropped the cigar. Uh, And of course we have seven Uh, sevens here and she is clearly in a panic. She's, she's not happy. This is bad, right? Um, so, you Borg. know, yeah, we, we got, well, obviously she's, she's probably the, the worst to see the Borg. Uh, and then we see a bright light. We see a figure behind said light and we see them looking up a card. Uh, at this point we're like, who is that? Um, uh, and then we go to credits. Now the credits itself, I thought was really interesting. I only grabbed a couple scenes of the credits that I wanted to ch- discuss. Uh, but the thing I liked, did you like the new, the new tone of the, of the music? Cause the music's a little bit more, what's the word? Um, well, like the, the subdued a bit, maybe it's, it seems to be no, it's the opposite. Bit. I think, oh, yeah. uh, it's actually, well, I, I don't know when the last time you heard the intro to the, the, the first season, but the first it's season was very mellow, right? Yeah. It was yeah. very subdued. Uh, this is a little bit more orchestral. Uh, it yeah. still has a lot of the subdued, uh, sub, uh, subtle undertones going on, but overall, uh, the one thing I really liked is the fact that they have modified the visuals. Um, so the visuals yeah. of the intro, um, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a lot of cool extra stuff that they've added in. Yeah, it reminded um, me of the Prodigy intro, actually. 
absolutely yeah yeah exactly for sure uh but i like this uh this at this point an unknown ship we don't know what this is uh but quite interesting it's opening up it's got that kind of claw thing and you're kind of our ship expert let's be honest uh on this channel so uh what were your thoughts on that ship when you when you first saw that well uh that it was a board queen ship it you you like thought immediately board. it was Borg Queen. Queen See, I didn't. Of, that's that's the funny thing. Here, I, right? You got one, do you? Oh, here, let's bring Queen up. Ship. Let's bring up here. Uh, so, and like, it looks here. like that, just kind of like opening. It's like, you know, just like opening its wings, kind of thing. But yeah, it's first thing I thought. Borg Queen ship. Put you on the wrong one. <laughs> He's getting rid of me. I have no, no idea how to move you. you. How do I? Oh, move you just you? grab, just click and drag it. Quick and drag. Oh, that didn't work. All right. Well, we'll have to figure that one Jody's out. Jody's new with this. I am a terrible host. Uh, well, I'm a host, but there, I'm, I'm not back. a. Uh, I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not a good one. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> Dave. Dave runs this console, uh, and it shows quite honestly. Uh, so yeah, I have no <laughs> idea why I can't move you. Why is that? Oh, maybe it's this thing here. Solo layout. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, See yeah. now. Show us your ship. Where's that ship oh, that you just okay. showed me? There's there we the, go. The Borg, the Queen. Oh, there you go. That looks all right. Sweet. So, yeah. So, right. click that. Yeah. Because it has that thing in the middle. Like, it has a small glowing kind of sphere in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, there was a couple really interesting things that they added to the, the intro, which I thought, which it looks like what they're going to do is they're going to modify the intro for every season to kind of reflect the season. Uh, the see this one here, and we got this from we got this from the trailer. Um, this is all about time. Like it, the, this season is time. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not about it's not about, you know, the synthetics. Uh, well, obviously, they're going to play a part, I'm sure. But um you know, this is really about time. And that's something that we, we, we see a lot of, uh, I love this little scene here, uh, which appears to be, um, um, Rios's ship. Uh, what's the name of it now? Uh, the, yeah, la, um, the Lesserona, Lesserona, something like that. Yeah, Lasserena. Um, so the Lesserena just kind of flying through. And the, the thing I really like now, I don't actually know if this was in the original, the first season or not. Uh, I just liked it and grabbed a, grabbed a shot of it. Cause it looked really cool. I thought, mm. uh, but the next one really, that's a new shot from what I understand. And it's the one that reminds me of prodigy. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool shot. Um, but what I liked even more is the fact that it transitions into this hourglass, uh, which obviously is our time theme. Uh, very cool. And if you, you actually look really close into the the um, the glass of the hourglass, you can see some uh, extra little uh, images in there as well, which is pretty mm. cool. Yeah. Uh, now, this shot here I thought was really cool, uh, which I don't think a lot of people picked up on. But if we look at it, this is actually the, the back of the person... Uh, that's oh, standing yeah. on the bridge that we don't know yet who it is, but uh, that is uh, somebody that we are going to figure out eventually, I'm sure. Um, so do a I'm funny sure. line, actually, when that character shows up, there's like, oh, that's new. Oh, that's new. Yes. Gerardi uh, yeah, says that. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which, it, which I honestly didn't annoy me nearly as much as I thought she would. Uh, they seem to have kind of tightened up her writing a bit, uh, which is nice. Uh, they tightened up everything. Anyway. Like, I felt like they paid every Everything feels like it's been... Detail. Yeah, it's it's been massaged a bit better, right? Uh, yeah. At least that's my theory. But this on it. is, but again, that brings me back to my concern. I think I'm just gonna yes, have to get and that I out think of the you way. have the same concern as me. So, so whenever your concern comes up, 
You let me know. All right, here's my concern. I'm going to get All it right, out of the way now. now. Rip it off like a Band-Aid. All right, why not? Um, two things. Uh, the timey-wimey stuff could be a downfall for this season. Usually, I it don't can like be. Yep. the timey-wimey stuff as, as much. Um, and what I think they achieved in this episode, I worry they may leave behind. Um, I feel like they finally nailed the aesthetic. I mean, I loved seeing the Stargazer and all these. They, like, instead of having like a fleet of the same ship, they actually put the attention to detail and had different ships. Um, yes. Yeah. They, 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 they addressed a lot of the fan problems that we had. Um, yeah. You know, the fact that we cut and we, you know, the cookie cutter cut and paste uh, ships that we had in the scene yeah. uh, with uh, Riker um, in the, in the first season. A lot of people that really hit people the hard way. Um, I understand it why just it was didn't done. Didn't seem to have the attention to detail. It just seemed rushed. No, it was just kind of thrown in, uh, or at yeah. least it felt that way. Um, but the the thing that bothers me about this, even though I I, I love this episode, uh, you're probably mm-hmm, going to find it too. in my ratings later on. Uh, I liked it more than Dave did. I already have his rating, um, mm. so I like it. I liked it more than Dave did, but he still gave it a pretty solid rating. I thought uh, for what it was. Uh, but yeah, I had the exact same. I had the exact same problem. The thing that I'm worried about is the fact that we started off the first season pretty pretty sweet as well. Mm. Um, you know, it really kind of started yeah, pretty like decent. That. Yeah, the first episode was really hard hitting. So I'm hoping they keep this momentum up. I hope we're not. I I like the pacing of this episode. I thought the pacing was fantastic. Um, It's not as fast as Discovery, uh, as I was chatting earlier, not as fast as Discovery uh, and not as slow as a lot of the other stuff that we've had. Um, yeah so i i like I mean, that i find discovery is a little too fast at times you, you kind of oh, brushes over some of the cool stuff um and then you have some of the you know you have super slow stuff as well uh which uh you know this is this is a nice good pace i thought i i, I was never bored of any of the scenes um they kind of hit long enough for me um the yeah, only scene i think went in, a little um, far oh i'm sorry uh, no go ahead the, the only Picard. scene that I thought was dragged out a little bit too much was the scene that's going to be coming up, which is Picard and um, uh, the Romulan Laris? girl. Uh, Laris. Yeah, oh, Laris. I like that. Uh, that that scene, like it's her. great. <laughs> it, it tugs on the heartstrings a bit, which is great. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was a little far. Like it, it, it just ran a little long. It could have been a less 30 bit. seconds and I would have been happy. Yeah, um, I, I just I it got that. to the point that at the end of that scene, I was just like, oh, good. It's over now. We're We're, we're moving. Uh, I think but, that's going to you know, be overall. a main through line through the season, and they were just really focusing on it. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, but like I, say, but... I just worry that that aesthetic they achieved is going to disappear. Yeah, the other uh, thing I now also they're back like in the past, and now they're just on some adventure, and all that yeah, really and made it feel like well, a Star Trek episode might be left. We're not even totally in the past yet because at the end of this episode, we're at a alternate past uh, yeah. for Picard, but we don't know where everybody else is right now. We don't know how they get there. Um, now here's another scene that I thought was really cool from the, uh, from the intro. Uh, this is obviously Picard uh, with a androidish looking eye. Um, oh, I don't know weird. if that's on purpose, uh, but I thought that was pretty cool. So I thought we should, uh, we should include that as well. Cause it looks really neat. I thought uh, and then we basically, after the credits, we zoom in on earth. Uh, and at this point we're at Chateau Picard. Uh, uh 48 hours earlier uh and 
I, I like this. I, I actually like the concept of what they've shown here. Uh, we have Me seen too. Chateau Picard before, uh, but we're seeing the day to day. We're seeing, this you know, is, Picard. Yeah, this, this is, is literally two days Robert with his grapes in the, the great. Uh, uh, the Brothers, the brothers episode. episode. Yeah. Yes. The Brothers or Brother, I think it was uh, one of the two. Totally um, Robert. And I thought that was. Yeah, nice. totally Robert nice for about. sure. Uh, and of course, we got a shot of number one, even though number he one. is apparently in real life, he's quite a troublemaker and they have a hard time with him on set. Uh, well, so yeah, we're not going to get too many scenes with uh, number one, unfortunately, but he's a cute little bugger. Uh, <laughs> so I figured we had to add him as well. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that we see these hovering, hovering vehicles. Uh, but what I really liked about it, quite honestly, and it's such a stupid little thing that they've added, but I like the fact that they're teleporting grapes. This is how they pick them. They teleport them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I thought was just a cool thing. Like you know, that was them. too. Yeah, very Another very one of the neat details. little things. Like they just, just a, it's so the little things that I like details. as well. Absolutely, mm-hmm. this entire episode is just full of them, uh, which I really like. You even have the Chateau Picard um, uh, little crates there for all of our stuff, and now we see uh, Laris, and Laris is clearly running the show as we already knew she did. Uh, but she's uh, currently consulting with somebody else, and they're just kind of going through some stuff. Uh, and at this point, we see Picard giving her a nice, good look, um, you know, a, a very caring look to her. Uh, we know that this is a person who's very important to him. Um, She's awesome. You're a fool, Picard. You are a fool, <laughs> my friend. Uh, but we'll get into that in a bit. Yeah. Um, and of course, Laris looks back at him just as he's leaving, because uh, that seems to be kind of the tone is uh, they're always missing the mark on each other, uh, yeah. which is kind of cool. So uh, we then see a scene later on after the harvest. So we we found out that this is harvest day. This is when uh, they're harvesting everything. And this is the you know, this is a great day for Picard. Picard loves this. Uh, this came out a very great line uh, They're They're kind of sparring back and forth a couple lines. Uh, and one of the lines he says is cheers, big ears. And I yeah, love that, that line. Great. I think it's one of the coolest uh, one of the coolest things I've uh, I've heard in any any Star Trek in the last little while. So I thought that was a great yeah. line uh, they've thrown in there. The dialogue was great. Um, I love I love this scene itself. Uh, basically, he's talking um, he's talking with her um, about uh, we find out that her mate uh, what was his uh, name was Toman or something like that something like that. Um, the, the he died was, last season, right? He he died during this, uh, so we don't actually know when. We never saw it. Uh, oh, but I thought he, it happened at the end a, of last. He season. is no longer with yeah. us, uh, but that kind of gives us an idea of what the timeline is. Year and a um, half. We find it's been about a year, year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um. So in between the events of the end of uh, season one and right now, we're talking about a year, year and a half difference, uh, which makes more sense because if we start seeing where where the other people are, makes more sense that it's been about a year or so. Um. Now they start getting into discussion how she says, you know, we mate for life, but when one of us dies, you know, we, we are supposed to go and find another mate and celebrate love that way. And we celebrate and the other person as well. We learn a lot about Romulans here too, because we also learned that like Balkans, they're promised to each other as yes. babies, yep. you know, basically. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, which, which, which is great. Again, we got this detail, everything about mm-hmm. this, sh- this, this episode, there's a lot of detail in here, which I really like. I just hope the whole um, season is this rich. This is, this episode is very rich. <sighs> See, that's the, that's the thing that bothers me about the whole episode is it, yeah. through the whole episode. I'm thinking, oh, geez, please let it be like this for the whole season. Me Give me too. 10 episodes of so this worried. and I'm such a happy guy. Uh, but uh, yeah. we, we kind of get a, an intimate moment where they're talking about each other and she brings up the fact that 
he never has uh, a a a long term relationship. Um, the one thing I would have liked to see here is a little mention of Crusher. Um, we didn't get anything about Crusher. Um, but we may this season though. That's we may though, and that's the thing. Yeah. We we know Gates McFadden already has said on the record that she has no problem coming, uh, coming and reprising her role. Uh, she actually already was on Prodigy, from what I re- what I understand. I didn't see it, um, yep. but I believe there was she something was. to do with her with Prodigy. Um, so you know, we know she's open to to do that. Um, you know, and uh, lovely lady. So hopefully, we we get to see some of her. That would be great. Uh, with but a good podcast. Yeah, what's up? With a good podcast she has. There you go. Yeah. Investigates. Uh, indeed. Indeed. Um as long as we don't get any, any space ghosts uh and intimate relationships with space ghosts, I think Gates Madden would be a great addition. <laughs> yeah, no candle ghosts. No candle ghosts. None here, none here. Just no candles. Uh, but we get a very intimate scene life. here. Uh, we know that Picard definitely, there's a lot of character building here as well. I thought uh, we get to see the fact that she really is in love with him. She she loves mm. the guy. Uh, he loves her, but in a different way, I think. Um, in his Picard way, which he says in later. His Picard way. Yeah, literally his Picard way. Uh, and, you know, we get they get very close. And then all of a sudden we get a flashback. And we see this. Which I found running. funny. Whenever they show Picard. Very weird past, transition. It always looks like like the 1800s it always did in tng too yes 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 <laughs> he's always so old-fashioned yeah 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 exactly old uh, but we see this kid running around uh he's running around obviously it looks like chateau picard um the one thing i never caught on to until i actually just recently saw this this particular scene as i'm going through all the clips that i took is this is the same hallway that he looks at later on uh oh, which okay. i think we're supposed to know that but the only reason why i know this is because the chandeliers are the same but when he, at the end of the episode, when he's going through the house and he's confused, mm-hmm. this is one of the angles that we see. And it's obviously oh, dressed up at that point. Yeah. Exact same chandeliers and everything, uh, which is interesting. Uh, but we kind of learn that uh, Picard has a bit of a history that he doesn't want talked about and he doesn't mm-hmm. talk about it. And what we actually find out is that this this little um what do we want to call this a green a green room uh, what, what do we solarium a solarium let's call it a solarium. Um the solarium is something that really is dear to him. Um and the it's reason nice. being I is would, because I had that we, yeah, we find out him and his mother basically cleared this out when they moved to this house and this was their place. This was their place for him to look up in the sky. They painted um, the glass. Yes, and they painted the glass, and that we get a shot of his mother, uh, which is interesting. I think she's actually an actress that I've seen in something else, but I didn't, I didn't have the chance to look it up. Uh, yeah. But uh, very, uh, very convincing. Uh, the two of them actually look a lot alike, uh, so maybe this mm-hmm. is actually her real life child. Who knows? Uh, but uh, but uh, either way, we also see the the glass with the roses on it, which we have seen in some of the previews as well, uh, which is where we get into this uh, the solarium here and the fact that they said that they were going to paint it. So this is obviously maybe his mother painted these roses. Um, so maybe that's why it's so dear to him. Um, yeah. The reason why we find out about this is because it looks like his mother and his dad had a very abusive relationship. It does. Um, and the reason why the solarium is so important to him is because he was told essentially to come in here and look up at the stars and you know, space. Just, this is the beginning yeah. of his, but this is yeah. the beginning of his, space, his yeah. love for space. Yeah. And but the like why he loves her. Nope. So and wanting to escape from Earth. Exactly. Like, yeah. It, 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 
it was his safe place. You know, she was just like, just look exactly, up there until you yeah. can't hear anything. And yeah. And, and, he, and he, at the end of the scene, like, you actually see her, a teary eyed um, Patrick Stewart here, um, which obviously this is a very emotional time for him. So it's uh, it was interesting to see. And then we get some more flashbacks. It looks like she's getting dragged around uh, Chateau Picard. Uh, she's obviously being abused in some way. Um, and she basically, there's different clips. And again, he's, he's, he, the, the, the look and the expression on his face, I thought was fantastic. Uh, really, it, it got me to the point that I'm actually sitting there going, Oh, geez. Yeah. This is, and this it, is dark. This is getting dark, right? Explains a lot about him too. Cause you know, you'll in the episode brothers, it's like, Oh, I haven't been home in what? 25 or 30 years. Like he doesn't visit yeah. his house. Yeah. And we find out later. Bad when memories he's for it. Yeah, and Guinan basically says something along the lines of, you went to space not to explore, you went to space to run away. That's mm -hmm. what you did, right? And that's kind of something that we see, uh, again, more abuse things. And then we see kind of him staring up into the space. And when he stares into space, it goes and zooms out. What I thought was interesting is this particular constellation, uh, this galaxy, I guess, so to speak, looks like an hourglass. Uh, so again, we have our, our, our time... Our time thing again. Uh, so I figured I'd get a clip of that. Uh, and then we go time to the ship. Is the fire in which we burn. Yeah. So we see this ship. I think this <laughs> one's called the Avalon, if I'm not mistaken. I uh, could be wrong on that one. But uh, again, it's a, it's a ship that's going through space. Uh, when the anomaly hits, uh, they're, they were the closest one, I guess. Uh, and this anomaly just shows up out of nowhere. Uh, and this seems to be kind of a normal thing for Star Trek. There's always an anomaly somewhere. Uh, it's a fine looking anomaly. Is, but uh, I have to admit, they did a great job. I think I think mm -hmm. the CG on this alone looks fantastic. Um, the one thing I did hear was actually uh, for some of the ship scenes later on, they actually got the people who are um, behind Star Trek Online uh, oh. to provide some of the ship models. So I thought that oh, was good. pretty cool. Uh, so a nice little like nod to uh, their hard there. work. Oh, yeah, they got some fantastic designs for sure. Um, so overall we see this and then all of a sudden we get to a scene back, we're back in Chateau Picard and Picard is now it's, it, we appear to be the next day he's in different clothes. Um, so at this point he's looking for something. We don't really know what it is. Um, and we end up seeing he's looking for a book and that book, uh, Laris knows right away where it is, uh, which just goes to show you more that she is kind of his, almost like a caretaker as well, uh, mm -hmm. for him. Uh, now the, the gentleman, I can't, again, I can't remember his name. We're going to have to look him up, but, uh, her husband, we got the impression he was kind of the, 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 uh, uh, kind of the keeper of the house. Uh, and she kind of dealt with the business in the first uh, season. Uh, mm -hmm. but he's looking for a book. We have a very hard time seeing the name of the book. We don't know why he wants the book. Um, but he explains that he's looking for this book that's green with uh, with uh, gold gold. Uh, gold lettering and stuff, uh, which we obviously find out a little bit later, uh, which I got a better shot of later for you. Uh, but anyway, she basically says, you know, this is awkward. Uh, we had an awkward moment on the patio last night. Um, I think it's time I start moving on. Uh, I shouldn't be here. Um, you know, we're, you're you're being Picard. You're being the guy you always are, which is very closed. You're, you're not going to let me get close to you and we're not going to spend the rest of our lives together. So now might be a good idea for me. I don't have time for this. As she says, she's, she's of age and she does not have the time to invest in this type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, too old which, for awkwardness. Too old for awkwardness. As she says, I don't know this uh, actress, but something about her is incredibly captivating. I love it. You know what? She has uh, just, just the way she captures the scene when she's in it is fantastic. I was thinking the same she thing. Has a when powerful I, presence. She really does. Um, 
I, I, again, I don't, I don't know the actress. I'm sure if Dave was here, if Dave's watching this, I'm sure he's very angry at both of us for not having all this information on hand. Uh, But you know what? We're just reaching. This is, this is our hardcore reaction. This is what we're doing. uh, And I'm sure we'll never be allowed to do this again, but we have it today. So we're doing it anyway. Um, So, you know what? We're going to do it our way, Davin. I think we might have three weeks of this. Three weeks, you think? Eh? Okay, well, well maybe we'll, the, we'll see. Maybe he'll the... change his schedule when he sees this one. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Picard says, "You know what? Uh, no, I don't think that's a good idea. You should be with me." Blah blah blah, and she's, you know, she's not having it, right? So anyway, we all of a sudden. Yeah, well, there's a good line there, actually. Where oh, go. Let's he's go back trying then, to yeah. explain himself, and she's just like, "You don't need to. You were you," and he just like, yeah. You were you. He's like, yes, that's pretty much what I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah. And we find out that the reason why he's dressed up is also because he has an event. He's got a speech he's got to talk about. We don't know what the speech is yet. Uh, And then obviously our next shot. And a new job, which we find out soon as well. So Starfleet Academy. This is obviously the San Francisco Starfleet Academy. And we instantly open to a podium. And there we see Rafi. uh, Yay, Rafi. Uh, Rafi's now in in uniform again which means she's back in she's back in uh in in a command ca- type of environment we don't know what rank she is yet because we can't see it all uh commander. we find out he later she is that. a commander yeah yeah he does call her commander yeah absolutely uh just after this uh but the thing that i thought was interesting is the bajoran flag so do these flags just represent all the people that come to the oh, school wow. or is the bajoran is bajor now part of the federation no, they must be in. I think they're in. I, I think they'd be in in this scenario, but we also have a Klingon flag here as well. Because um, I have a feeling they didn't put up a Ferengi flag when Nog attended. No, I don't remember that. So that's <laughs> I, I, I that was the takeaway I got from this scene. Uh, very cool yeah, scene to see. Good eye. Good yeah, eye. they did. They did, uh, they did some. Uh, well, I didn't catch it on the first one, actually. It was when I was getting my screenshots. Mm. That's when I caught it. So I'm like, oh, I got to get this because I know I know if anybody's going to want to talk about it, it's going to be Davin. Uh, Jeez, but, that red one over there almost looks like it has a Klingon symbol on it. That is a Klingon symbol, yeah, for sure. Because uh, I think what? I got another angry of it, and it is Klingon for sure. Okay, um, now I'm, now I take back what I said. There's no way. Yeah, I don't know if this is just representing the people that are able to come to the academy, uh, or if this is straight out. Uh, this is uh, yeah. straight out the fact that they're part of uh, Starfleet now. We don't know, and I, I doubt we're gonna know. Uh, I don't think this is something we're going to see. We have seen a lot of Bajoran people in various scenes in this show. Um, so wouldn't shock me, uh, but also I don't think so. But anyway, hmm. uh, that's clearly the Klingon flag. Yeah, here, really? Uh, this flag that behind him, though, I have no a little investigation, I think. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's blue. Now, the it's thing, probably Andorians. The one thing that, yeah, the one thing that hit me here is the uniform. I love the look of this uniform. Uh, As does this looks a really resident, cool. uh, Yes, Dave. Dave gave Dave. an instant ten out of ten for the uniforms. Uh, he thought I they were fantastic. Uh, yep. But I, 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 this one strikes me really awesome. I just, I just love the this admiral uniform. Uh, I think it looks fantastic. And if we, uh, if we zoom in a little bit better, um, we see obviously his, uh, his, his uh, insignia with the with the admiral rank, uh, and we have obviously the new, um, the new badge as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is interesting, which is a very good play on the badges that we've seen previously. So uh, I think it's uh, fabulous. Uh, 
Yeah, this seems uh, another great example of the details they're putting into this episode, though. A lot of details in this episode. And again, I just hope they keep it up. Uh, oh, that's the thing that's bothering me about all but this. My is... worry is I won't care because it's. Yeah. I worry that the rest of this season is going to feel like the mirror universe, which I generally can't stand. Um, so that's my. Cheers, oh, big ears. Hey, cheers, big ears. Hey, I think We're Dave trying. had the same thought that I had, which is this is I love that line. We're uh, trying to keep that's your baby a line alive. It's gonna keep with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, seize today because we know nothing of tomorrow. There you go. True. So Dave's Dave's really uh Dave's really flying with these comments. Actually, I've missed a whole bunch of them. I love the new Starfleet uh uniforms. They are a 10. Um yeah, totally. He's got some other ones, but we're gonna we're gonna leave those till a little bit later because he's got some stuff mm. that we haven't talked about yet. Um, but overall, I just think uh, I think they did a great great. I love the scene; it looks fantastic. I thought. Um, oh, where am I in here right now? Oh, let's hide this one. Um, so, with that, I thought that was uh, just the overall, as you said, and as well as I've said many many times, just the detail alone is fantastic. Um, everything about the scene looks amazing. I, I just, I, I love the look of this. I, I don't know yeah. where this auditorium actually is. I'm sure it's a real auditorium somewhere. I don't know. Uh, this looks like CGI to me, but like, you well think it's done. all CGI? That eh, could yeah. be, but it looked fantastic. I thought I, it didn't give me the impression of fake at all. Um, so I think that's, mm -hmm. that's best, best way to have CGI actually. So mm -hmm. let's be honest. So, uh, anyway, we got a lot of, uh, talking. He basically says, you know, I could leave you with, uh, my my chat of uh, you know various uh, people uh, but I'm going to leave you with a quote from my mother and you know my mother wasn't an explorer and she always told me to look up at the sky right so and you know see where you can kind of go so I, I thought that was really nice and again another kind of uh, nod to his mom uh, which obviously yeah. he's thinking a lot about now uh, mm. which is interesting so I thought that was kind of cool and we learned that he's like the uh, was he the head of Starfleet Academy he he's these yeah he's he's essentially the the dean i guess um yeah. i can't remember exactly what they said his exact title was but it basically mm. he's running starfleet academy uh which mm. we find out in a scene coming up but uh we also get elnor, elnor. Uh, and elnor being the first romulan uh to be uh, accepted into starfleet academy uh and other than poor simon tarsus but he lied to get into starfleet academy true he did he he did lie for sure um and again we got another shot because apparently i'm in love with that um just overall i i love the framing of a lot of the scenes in this uh, show so far i think the cinematography is fantastic they did such a great job um, and how about so, the top of those flagpoles pretty nice those are pretty nifty too mm -hmm. <laughs> uh and then all of a sudden we get into a scene where we're back at the la serena uh la serena la serena yeah uh we're gonna call it the la serena i'm sure somebody will correct us if we're wrong uh, but anyway, it's the, the last arena, uh, looks a little beat up, um, compared to the last time we saw it, which was a little bit more shinier. Um, but we, we all of a sudden see these two people walking around what appears to be the cargo bay. Uh, and all of a sudden we see seven and she's hiding, which is very uncharacteristic of seven to be hiding. Um, so we're kind of interested It, it intrigued me. I was automatically like, what's this about? Right. Uh, and she's basically just hiding. She can see these people. Uh, and she all of a sudden talks to a hologram of uh, Rios, which is... This guy's remember, awesome. <laughs> right, yeah, Rios, Rios has all these holograms. What she's done is she's algamated them all into one hologram. Uh, and he has the... Um, he talks, I think it's Spanish, but I could be wrong. Uh, I, I believe it might be from his 
this is the same as last year. Um, oh, okay. Now he speaks. I can't I remember. Maybe a, a dialect of. It could be a dialect, yeah, for sure. Um, um, my captions were on, and it told it said everything that he was saying, so I was okay with that. But, uh, but it was really cool to see this. Obviously, he's a hologram, but uh, she's kind of like, you know, uh, you know, be a distraction because he's going to distract these people that are walking around. Uh, you get the impression that they're there to either kill her or do something, but we don't really know who they are. Um, we then see them, and she refers to them as pirates. Um, so we know that they're, they're there basically just to jack the ship. Uh, that's really what it is. Oh, apparently my dogs are fighting. Um, could have been, uh, could have been Nausicans. Maybe could have been, should have been Nausicans. Should have been probably would be better. Pirates. Uh, then she makes this witty line. Like, you know, uh, I can't remember exactly what she says here, but it's something along the lines of like, we could just make this easy and you could just like leave and stuff. But you know, all this and, you know, obviously she's very, She's she's a woman who's very confident, uh, which we we already know. So uh, a lot she's of she's running she, like freight for the Fenris Rangers or something. Like yeah, she said of... she said this is the property of the Fenris Rangers. Yeah. Just leave now, blah blah blah, kind of thing. Uh, they disagree with her, uh, usually using uh, weapons fire. Uh, but uh, yeah, we can see that these are medical supplies, uh, just based on what we're seeing on the uh, the side of the thing. And again, more attention to detail. They didn't have to put this here, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's yep. obviously cool. It's medical command, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. So overall, just really, again, attention to detail. That's what this entire episode is time and attention to detail. Um, mm-hmm. and she ends up tackling this woman and this ends funny. up landing <laughs> on her, uh, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny, but the thing I really liked about this, and again, this gets back to a detail. We usually see a lot of these scenes where people just kind of like they land on somebody and they just kind of get up and they're good. She rolls over and she's clearly in distress. Like she's like, yeah. oh, oh, that was terrible. I shouldn't have did that kind of thing. And uh, she's so a boy. She, yeah. Yeah. Now, the one thing I didn't get a picture of, I don't think, was just before this, um, she yells out to the computer to turn off the safety, uh, turn off the safety of the, uh, the, of the, uh, the holograms. Yeah. Uh, and that instantly turns holographic uh, Rios into a badass, kicks everybody he's, in the ass kind of he, thing. He's solid. Yeah, he's like, solid. So now he can fight well. everybody. So he starts yeah. fighting these pirates and he's beating the hell out of them. Uh, and she ends the, the last one ends up getting taken out by her as she lands on him uh, on her, actually, excuse me. Um, and then at this point he says, she says something to him. I can't remember exactly what it was. And he's like, yes, ma'am. Kind of thing because she's clearly in charge of the ship. And until yeah. then we didn't actually know that that's what was going on. We didn't know that Shoot. she's in charge of the ship. This is the first time we get that impression, uh, which I thought was cool so, that they left. We before. probably could have figured that out just because Rios was captaining a Starfleet vessel earlier, but yeah. But again, yeah. we don't know where, where we are in the logic. Right. So you know, say something funny to her too. He, I think it's here too. Where he's just like, have you ever considered a human crew? And she says like, not once. Not even once, yeah, or something no. like that. She says, uh, "This I thought was interesting when they see the when they see the anomaly." Uh, you know, he's like, "Oh, it's it's filled with tachyon fluctuations and a massive spike in Hawking radiation." Hawking radiation. Uh, Hawking radiation. So there you go. A nice little nod there. Uh, Stephen Hawking, who obviously is uh, somebody who has been referenced many many times in Star Trek for obvious reasons. Uh, oh, there, we get the the nod to the USS Sulu as well. Yes, we do later on. Absolutely. Mm. I'm, I'm glad you caught that. Um, but yeah, we, we see that. One thing I thought was interesting is every time they show the anomaly, 
Uh, they don't show a lot of it, but when they do show the anomaly and somebody's looking at the anomaly, all of a sudden they're glowing green, uh, which mm-hmm. obviously is the universal sign of the Borg, uh, which I thought was kind of a subtle little thing, uh, but very cool. Uh, and obviously we get another beauty shot of it uh, from the uh, La Serena, uh, which uh, clearly, again, the the everything about the CG in this show has been fantastic uh, up until now, uh, mm-hmm. I thought. Uh, then all of a sudden we get, we're in, at another scene now and we're at a dinner table in some sort of formal, uh, setting. And sure enough, that's where, um, that's where our, uh, our, our friendly little Android is. Um, I even liked her scene and I don't think I liked a single scene she was in last season. So, yeah. And you know, this gets uh, back to your point. I instantly thought of people under 35, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're, you're, people uh, under you're, 35 tried to sink the first season of this show yeah but. and and with this it you know she's in some sort of ambassador type role at this point uh you get the impression that she's representing the synthetics uh which yeah. i think is really what's happening uh, she and she mentions kind of that a, they're traveling around the galaxy the synthetics yeah just yeah they're traveling around the galaxy to uh, do that diplomacy and to, to, to spread the word because now synthetics mm. are allowed um so with that she's sitting with a whole bunch of other synthetics uh what i thought was interesting is the contrast between this scene and um and uh the doctor scene uh because we get the doctor standing at the bar and she's by herself she's not comfortable around them uh she just wants to be off to the side and that's where she is and she's drinking up a storm and this very charming man shows up and you know is clearly hitting on her uh he's obviously a synthetic or at least Mm -hmm. we believe he's a synthetic um and she basically has just said dude you are barking up the wrong tree i am crazy town uh you know at this point like i just literally just got off of a murder charge uh because the last al- guy I aliens <laughs> yeah the last guy i dated i ended up killing him uh you know yeah, like this her, is she was very funny uh you know what everybody told me that you know i i hate on her a little too much i like allison pill as an actress i don't like her in this show but i'll tell you right now i'm warming up to her from this uh, this this episode has made me warm up to her a bit more. So uh, like she, they didn't last. they didn't press the jokes I, with her in this season so far, uh, whereas I felt everything she said was just it was added on last minute and it felt really not it didn't feel natural. But most of the stuff that's happening in this, I think, feels pretty natural. Uh, so I like that. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that, but I, I, I do like her character at this point. Um, I liked her last season, um, but I do like where they're going with her this season yeah and he's basically a few still things hit. she got a bit frantic last season like when i didn't really like the whole yeah. thing where she killed um, what's interesting is every time i try to take a addicts. screenshot of her i always get a terrible face um so i don't know that's if that's funny. that's just because she's a very expressive actress uh maybe she is but uh i, I, I had is. a hard time but i love that one i thought <laughs> that was here. great i left that's that one hilarious. in just because i had to uh but uh it just shows the crazy and then you see the two of her walking the one thing i thought that was interesting about Gerardi and soji talking was they're in the middle of a conversation and the doctor just leaves um so mm. it's almost like there's not a lot of respect there uh, which mm. I thought was interesting. I don't know if that was on purpose or not. Hmm. Uh, but I, I thought, that. yeah, it, well, and it basically happens in this scene. They literally are talking and it feels like there's going to be more to the conversation. I don't know if it's just a bad edit, uh, but there seems to be more to a conversation. And then all of a sudden she literally just transports up and she's gone. And then Soji's just kind of standing there, uh, which I thought was interesting. Well, maybe she was transported away. Yeah. Now at this point, we already not know that she's intoxicated. That. Oh, yeah. So she's been beamed up onto a ship. She's intoxicated. We again don't know what ship we're on at this point. 
Um, and then as she walks through, we see, obviously, um, we Captain see, we Rios. see the man himself. Um, and Rios, uh, I think is probably the best transition out of all the characters in the show so far in this episode. Uh, I just like how he's represented now. Um, he, he's not like the dirty scum traveler Han Solo type. He's, 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 he's fitting no, the he's... role, but he's doing it his way. Right. Yeah, he's slightly gritty for a Starfleet captain, hence the cigar. Yeah, like but he's gritty out of necessity, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but well, it's you, just you who kind he of, is. It's yeah, exactly. Is. And you find out now, that basically, I guess now. she's like an advisor to him, uh, and he's asked her to come along because they've been ordered to go look at this anomaly. Um, so at this point, he he talks to all the crew. I didn't bother to take pictures of it, but he's talking to the crew. He's very down to earth as he talks to the crew. He's not mm. very up. Uh, he's not. I'm the captain, and you're going to talk to me, bitch, kind of thing. Um, he he really just. <laughs> he, he's not as formal as Picard is. Uh, he's you can tell that everybody does have respect for him. Uh, he even gets thrown a lighter by one of his. Uh, somebody throws yeah, a lighter to him for his cigar. Um, you know, which I thought was cool. Um, I like the fact that how he's sitting is not a very perched up, uh, you know, very proper seating. He's he's a little bit more laid back. He's got the cigar in his hand and he's just like, let's get this shit done kind of thing, uh, which I thought was I like, great. So it, I had Deanna Joy vibes too. And Girardi kind of looks at him and sits down in like the side chair and sort of crosses her legs. And yeah, she's very, got uh, the legs Deanna. crossed. And, and she's Ooh. clearly you, you can tell that the alcohol is affecting her a bit. Uh, yeah. and she does a good job to portray that. She's not mm. nuts, but she's clearly intoxicated. Uh, but they don't really play on it that much until obviously the scene that happens after this. Um, they end up, uh, and then we get some <gasps> beauty shots. Oh, okay. God. So when I saw this, yeah, I was just like, uh, you probably had the same impression. Four nacelles, four nacelles. Is there going to be four yeah. nacelles? Yeah. And so, four nacelles so they, I, I think they purposely beautiful. did this. They show us the nameplate first. They show us kind of a back view, uh, which I take all the shots out here for you. Uh, Cause I knew we were going to be talking about this again. Looks, looks pretty. Uh, I love the lights bouncing off of the hall and stuff like that. Um, you obviously have the original uh, and I'm sure you're going to have this four one. Four nacelles. Yeah. Four nacelles. Um, and then we get to see the back cargo area. We get another, we get another name plate. Uh, but I see that I see the name nacelle here, but I also see the arms for the other ones. So at this point I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden we <sighs> see it. Oh, she's a beauty. She's beautiful. She's a beauty. What a great sure. design. Oh, beautiful. It, it's, it's now one of my favorite chips. It, it looks mm -hmm. fantastic. Uh, just everything about it. And I actually, I, his... I actually paused at this point and looked up to see if I can get any more information on it. Uh, oh, wow. Very, very cool. Very well done. They did a great I job. I love Picard's on line about he's just like the older these refits get, the younger they look. Yeah, the younger they look. And then somebody says, yeah, unlike us or something like that. Oh, he says, uh, he's just like, unlike oh, he myself. Says, yeah, unlike yeah. myself. Yeah, because he, he essentially is refit. Uh, he's, he's a refit, but he, looks old. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is something that I actually like about the episode. They don't really go too much into the fact that he's now an android. Uh, they they mention it a couple times. Guinan but, mentions it. Yeah, Guinan mentions it, but it's very subtle mention, and we just yep. move on past that. It, it's considered a non-event. Doesn't matter. Right? Yeah, doesn't matter. Which I like. Um, then we go back to uh, Starfleet Academy. We see the fact that we we're seeing cadets being. Uh, thrown onto each ship now uh they're doing the transports and stuff like that and he's talking to raffi and raffi is basically saying uh they're kind of talking about where raffi's going uh we find out that raffi is on the excelsior 
Yeah, uh, which is very cool. Uh, And we also find out that the reason why she's on the Excelsior more than anything is probably because that's where Elnor is. And she's very much a a mother figure to him. Um, So it kind of makes sense that she's going to kind of oversee things. Now, she clearly is a commander at this point. We we know that uh, she has been referenced that we don't know if she's the first officer or not. Uh, but she's clearly a commander, so she's obviously very high up in the chain when it comes to when it comes to that ship. Um, but we get some subtle nods. Uh, I didn't take the pictures of it, but we we did see some nods to different ships um, throughout this. That you hear the call out, especially the one about the Sulu one. Uh, so Su- the ship named after Sulu. Uh, we didn't see it, uh, and I tried like the, hell to find it. And the Grisham was the other one. The Grisham was the other one, yeah, yeah. So uh, now we see Elnor uh, standing in front of his duty assignment uh, uh, thing here. Uh, we see that he's been uh, he's been assigned to that as well. And Picard comes up to have it uh, to have uh, give him basically this book. And the reason why he's given him this book is because Elnor has stated that he's a little worried about the fact that he's the first Romulan, and you know, how am I going to adapt to this when I'm the first one, right? Um, and what's interesting is this book, if we look at it, is The Many, the Many and the, the One by Spock. Uh, wow. So this is a book that Spock wrote. Uh, very cool nod, I thought. That is a crazy uh, nod. I didn't see that. Yeah, so that's uh, that's why I grabbed that uh, to make sure that we could see it. But again, details, 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 details. Also I like these. a slight instance, Borg reference. Yeah. The Many and the One. The Many and the One, slight Borg reference. Now, unfortunately, I couldn't read this one. Uh, I couldn't make out what that one was, uh, but oh. if you look at the design, shouldn't be too hard to figure it out. It's the same design as the ship that we saw in the, in the yeah. opening. Yeah, so it could be the it could be something like the Avalon or something like that. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Excelsior is right behind uh, Picard at this point, uh, and then if we notice, we actually have the Stargazer here as well. Uh, so these are obviously the duty consoles. I guess everybody's looking mm-hmm. up to make sure where they're going, um, stuff like that. And basically he passes on the book. It's like passing on the torch, right? You know, it, you know, Spock had a hard time uh, being half Vulcan. Uh, he had a hard time uh, being uh, in Starfleet as well. So he had some challenges. So that's what his book's about. And he felt that this would be a good book to pass on to him. So again, it's passing on the torch uh, kind of thing. Uh, and again, we have a even better shot here. I think I got of it. Very cool. Very cool book mm-hmm. to look at. Hopefully they'll release it one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least at least that's something you can put on the shelf right uh yeah. then we end up getting elnor takes off because the uh the announcement comes on and we find out that raffi's on the same ship and she basically has told him elnor get your butt moving we're leaving soon right kind of thing and well, they the have a nice little yeah we have a nice little we have a nice Real little there. uh yeah a nice little conversation between the two of them just him basically saying you know safe voyages all that uh and then i got a good little screenshot here of the uh, another four four nacelle stargazer here oh she's a beauty uh anyway so here we are back again beautiful shot again uh this one obviously they they've they've made it to the anomaly uh and the anomaly basically um at this point we find out that uh, the serena is there as well uh with seven uh seven has uh, shown up as well and he looks at his ship and goes, what the hell have you done to my ship? I gave this to you in confidence and you've destroyed oh, it. shut up. And she goes, I used your ship to help many. You know, that kind of thing. So she's very mm-hmm. proud of that. She's very proud that she's always helping, uh, which is yeah. kind of what Seven does. Um, but uh, overall, she's kept it in one piece, which is essentially what she reverts to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we get a transmission. The transmission comes in. It's uh, The translator says it's an unknown language. 
Uh, and Gerardi has a look at it at the same time, and she figures out that it's not just one person talking, it's a whole bunch of them talking, and they're all saying the same thing. And in different languages. All in different languages, and they're saying the exact same thing. Again, can't get a good screenshot of Gerardi without her looking kind of weird. I don't know why, but anyway, we find Here's out Here's a funny that... line, too, when they're just she's, like, pushing people around, and they're like, Captain, he's like, oh, no, you just, just get out of her way. It'll be a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so I totally forgot about that, actually. Yeah. And this is where <laughs> she trips. She actually trips walking yeah. over. We don't know if this was actually part of the production or not, but they played it up, and they did it anyway, and you assume it's because she's intoxicated. Uh, and the, the Bajoran, uh, uh, person there is basically, she's like, uh, captain, um, you know, are you going to do anything about this? And he's like, it's better just to get out of her way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's smart. not even talk about the fact that she's killed her. She killed her boyfriend at one point, uh, but you know, whatever. Uh, but she basically finds out that the message basically says, save us, save us Picard, I believe is what it was. Uh, or help us Picard help us Picard uh help us Picard so obviously then followed by article 15 yeah article 15 which is to join the federation so obviously we you know the message it can be interpreted as they want Picard to help them get uh put into this but we still don't know at this point do we know if it's the Borg I don't think we do no uh no because they haven't really established that yet so that when she translates those voices it really sounds like the Borg it does sound a lot like the board, but they don't really tell us it's the board yet. We we still don't know who's in the, who's in the anomaly. Uh, But we also know that the Borg can rip, rip space and time to travel. So it kind of makes sense that it would be the Borg anyway. So most of us long-term fans are already going, yeah, this is the Borg. We have no, no thoughts that it wouldn't be, but uh, for the new fans, I'm sure they were very surprised by that. Uh, We get a scene of future Los Angeles, uh, which I thought was interesting. And, um, Jean-Luc beaming, uh, beaming down onto a street. Uh, we then get a plaque, which clearly says Forward Avenue. Uh, and of course, this is a play on 10 Forward because the address for Guinan's Bar is 10 Forward. Mm-hmm. 10 Forward Avenue. Uh, kind of cheesy, but you know what? Still mm, pretty yeah. cool. Uh, this really reminded me of the back alleys from Back to the Future 2. Uh huh. I don't know if you remember that, but uh, yeah, kind of interesting. A little little kind of hole in the wall, uh, which let's be honest, she wouldn't have a flashy bar. She would have a hole in the wall that would make sense. See, I didn't even catch these details. This episode has so many details. I didn't catch I know. Very cool. Forward Uh, Avenue, 10 forward. Yeah, 10 forward, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. And then we see Guinan uh, behind a bunch of bottles at a bar. Obviously, she's a bartender. That's what she does now. Uh, And instantly she says, we're going to need some real gray piping hot. Because mm-hmm. she already knows he's in there. She hasn't even turned yeah. her head and she knows. She can sense it. She can feel it. He's um, like, maybe something a little stronger. Yeah, maybe something <laughs> a little bit stronger. And actually, and I love what I she says actually. there. Top shelf or hooch? He's like, yeah, top hooch? shelf or hooch. I guess. And as Dave said, always yeah, go with the hooch. Always go for the hooch. Uh, very true. Very true. She's like, Al Debron uh, whiskey. No, she's like, sorry and brandy. It is. Sorry and brandy. Yes. Uh, which yeah. we. They obviously embrace each other and then they sit down and have a drink. Uh, she pours it out of this cool glass, which I think we've actually seen this one before. Uh, I think Could we've be. seen these bottles before. So uh, that's a nice little nod uh, as well. Uh, There's cool. one part of this scene I felt unnecessary, actually. What was that? The explanation for the way she looks. Yes, because she's not necessary. supposed to age. It wasn't no, necessary. Was, we didn't see, need it. That's not the case. See? Okay, I feel like on. it's been enough time that she could have, even in El Oregon, she could have just aged naturally to that. 
Yeah, it didn't feel like we like, needed it. Tolian from Tolian Sauron from uh, Generations, yeah. he looked old. He was an Elorian. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would. Absolutely. I think what what would have been better than what she says, which is we can age when we want to, which, and she's just like. I aged to keep up with the people I knew, but I don't buy yeah. that. Elorians, that's that's their life. They why would they need to? Just yeah. the people around them. And why would you want to? Where I think they could have just said, she reached the age where their age starts to accelerate a little more, you know, which does Yeah, they could have did anything. I think it was just a way to keep uh, people from bashing Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg I, I just obviously doesn't it... look like Whoopi Goldberg from 20 years ago. Um, I just think neither do any of us. It in uh, a way that doesn't rewrite that species so much. So that yeah, we don't need to. Yeah, it was unneeded. They could have just said she got older. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. She could stay at this state for another hundred years. You know what I mean? But like, she's exactly. aged physically. So yeah, Wasn't yeah. But the, the but... the thing I really like about the scene though is the looks that Picard gives her because Picard, you know, he loves this woman. He oh, loves yeah, everything about her. He he's just he's he's infatuated with her, but not in a sexual way. He's just no. You know these are great friends. This is a good friend. Similar to the and, look he gave Deanna and Will and last, and you know he misses those yeah. days as well. Those were that That's was his, right. the best time of his life. You know exactly. And so basically, <laughs> Guinan Guinan says you know there's a lot of stuff here, but basically the summary is Guinan says you know you're you're running from something. What are you running from? Oh, I know you have something. And then she looks at him and says, oh, I've seen this look before, mm -hmm. uh, which I thought was pretty once cool. Before. That's yeah, how I've I seen know this. I've seen this look once before. Yeah. Mm. Oh, uh, that's how which, I know it's serious. She says, yeah. yeah, that's how I know this is serious. Yeah. Um, and at that point, he basically, you know, he they decide, you know what, let's just drink. That makes more sense. Uh, and they you the know, get laughing and stuff. She's referring to. That's a good question. And I guess that's yeah. open to interpretation, isn't it? Mm. Uh, but I think we're really referencing uh, the first movie uh, as well as some other stuff as well. Um, mm. So, and obviously the, the last outing in, uh, in the series as well, um, because she was, she was a big part of that as well. So uh, very interesting, but overall, I just think uh, it, it's a good scene. This one ran a little long. I thought as well, um, didn't need to be as long, but I think they really wanted to make sure that Whoopi Goldberg got, got some mm. thing. I hope to see her again in the, in some of the episodes. I think it'd be great to see her um, kind but of, but again, be that's what worries advisor. me with the timey-wimey thing where they just established this beautiful world, the way I've been wanting to see the continuation of Star Trek. Uh, yes. Go forward. And then I think they're just going to, take the rug out from under us and it's just well, i hope time not but we're gonna see but anyway we yeah. got this episode this episode was fun um so the next scene we get we see shuttle um about to land at uh, chateau picard uh we assume for a second there that it was actually just picard returning home but no it's not mm -hmm. it's actually uh, it's actually another uh, admiral yeah and this is this woman is actually the same woman that played the transporter chief in next gen she played one of the transporter people in next gen she's uh, a real I, life for real astronaut and she's also a real life, for real astronaut. I can't exactly. believe that's her. Yes. But as soon as you said it, that's yeah. her. Yeah, I recognize yeah. the face. Same, same, yeah. same lady. I can't remember her name, unfortunately. And yeah. again, Dave's gonna have her ass for that, I'm sure. But uh, for real life, way. for real astronaut. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, it, it's definitely her. Uh, and she basically plays back this uh, this information, which essentially is save me, Picard. Uh, he's very interested in that. He finds out about Article 15. Says, "Whoa, this is weird," and then. She brings out the badge and she holds it out to him, waiting to see if he'll take it. Oh, uh, I wonder if he... she's the same character. 
I don't think she is, but because I don't remember her references the same, but again, we'll have to look that up. I'm sure mm. that'll be something we can cover later on. Um, overall, we then we then hear the shuttle take off. Obviously, I can't show that in a screenshot, but uh, we hear the shuttle take off just as Lazarus is showing up. And you see a very disappointed look on Lazarus. Uh, Lazarus. Lazarus. Sorry. <laughs> Why do I keep saying Lazarus? That's terrible. Uh, completely different character. Uh, but yes, uh, Laris uh, sees this and instantly knows that he's he's gone again. He's run again. That's what he does, right? That's Picard. Uh, and then at this point, we see the shuttle showing up right beside the uh, right beside the Stargazer, and we see it docking in again. Beautiful ship. Love this yep. ship. Everything yeah. about this ship looks amazing. I can't wait to see more of it. I hope we see more of it. I don't know if we're going to, but I hope so. Um, yeah, well, maybe we'll see it near the end of the season. Uh, and he's walking around with seven. Seven greets him uh, at the at the shuttle, uh, the uh, the bay uh, the bay area, um, and starts walking him up to the bridge. And everybody is stopping. They see the admiral. Everybody's stopping. They're waiting for him to walk by. They're giving him the respect that he deserves. Uh, and he's kind of walking it off. He's not even really noticing it. It's making him a bit uncomfortable, as you can tell. Uh, she's even more uncomfortable, though. And the reason being is obviously she's Borg. Uh, so, with that, or was Borg anyway. And again, we have and, officers and it's made attention. with Borg parts. We come to find out. Yeah, we come to find out that this is actually from the uh, the Reclamation Project, which is the cube mm-hmm. that we saw in the first season. Uh, which instantly should be a red flag. Uh, we instantly know that that could be an issue, uh, which we find out later is an issue. Um, but, uh, anyway, I really like the, the turbo lift. I thought the turbo lift has way more information than you would think a turbo lift would have in it, but, uh, very cool. Uh, this screen behind them has a 3d rendered, uh, version of the stargazer, Mm -hmm. which is actually spinning around and stuff. Uh, Maybe just point to where you want to go. Yeah. Maybe you can just point it and it tells you how to get there. You know, that's pretty cool. I thought, uh, but overall, and then we get to see obviously our man himself, uh, Rios sitting there with a cigar in his hand. Uh, and just as Picard shows up and he's like, Picard, you know, the two of them look very much like they want to see each other. Uh, Mm -hmm. they're very happy to see each other. And then of course, Girardi as well, uh, says basically, Oh, you know, hi, you look great. You know, and she makes a joke. Yeah. I'm not drunk basically, but she actually makes a, she makes a reference to the fact that he's an Android. Uh, because uh, she says positronic, you look absolutely positronic. Or something. Oh yeah, very corny yeah. line, but I understand why it was there. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, well, you know, I'd what make you that do? joke. But and then I got this really. <laughs> I thought this was a great shot to show us a nice uh, picture of this. Uh, I, I really like the the look of the uh, the bridge on the uh, stargazer here, and he does make references, as you said earlier. Sleeker, he says. Sleeker. Yeah, sleeker, and he makes that joke about how you know why is it you know. Why are these refits always making, you know, things look newer and blah, blah, blah. So very cool. But anyway, uh, I don't know why I have this in here. I think it didn't really show us, but basically um, all of a sudden the consoles are getting disrupted. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then Gerardi looks very upset. Uh, She's like, whoa, something bad's happening. And then all of a sudden we start getting all of the screens are starting to get messed up. Uh, we then find out that the Borg or whoever it is, is going to send an emissary and it's going to be the queen, mm-hmm. uh, which is very interesting, but also very frightening, mm-hmm. uh, which basically Rios at this point says, no, 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 not we are backing it. off shields up. <laughs> yeah, shields up. We are not happening. Tell everybody that's around us shields up. 
right? Because he's at like, this point, try to beam over up. here and I will open fire, which he yeah, does. I will fire right on you. And that's it. And again, which we start seeing the emerging do. of the ship coming out. Uh, Picard is obviously in distress at this point. Uh, he's, he's not happy. Uh, seven's just we like, start, kill it, kill it. Now. Yeah. Then we get a view <laughs> from the ship coming out of the actual anomaly and we start to see all the ships that are around us. Yeah. It's uh, which so are cool. Very so many cool. different. Yeah, yeah, very so, cool to see some of these like ships. Some, uh, some Excelsior class, Nebula, yeah. Um, so overall, very cool. Um, I don't know if we can see too much of it. Very hard to see, but we see some ships that are very reminiscent of some of the uh, earlier ships, yeah. as well as some of the later ones. This one is very intriguing, I thought. Uh, and yeah. this one, obviously, very uh, familiar. Uh, but, uh, and of course, we, we know which ship that is. Um, no question there. Um, but, uh, somebody, somebody actually said in the comments that the Cerritos or something that looks like the Cerritos is there, but I, I haven't been able to what? pick it up, but maybe I didn't is see it. Ship there where there's no way to get to engineering, then it's the Cerritos. <laughs> yeah, then it's the Cerritos. Exactly. Mm. Uh, but something like the Cerritos, not saying it's the Cerritos, but very mm. similar. Ca in California class. California class. Exactly. Like so, Cali class. Uh, then at this point we see Rafi's here. Raffi, Raffi's shown up, and if you notice, the comm says that she is on the Excelsior. Um, yep. So, and the fact that she's talking directly to them would lead me to believe that she's in a pretty high command in the ship. Um, she's probably the first officer, we're guessing. Or the comm um, officer. Yeah, well, could be, I guess, yeah. And then we get a scene in the ready room, and I thought this was one of the coolest scenes in the entire show. Um, mm. This scene is great because they're trying to decide, do we, do we actually open negotiations with the queen uh, the board queen or do we blast them and so everybody kill, it, kill it now yeah <laughs> and and seven is definitely like you guys are why are we even talking about yeah. this you blow them out so of the stupid. sky like there is no debate here they killed my parents they've killed millions of people they've taken out civilizations what are you nuts right and then Gerardi's basically saying we could be giving up a potential amazing ally to have here. Like, you know, you guys got to think this through a bit. Thinking, strangely, you know. Yeah. But you also have to remember she's, she's somebody who is accustomed to androids and stuff like that. So, you know, she has a trust for them um, as well. And, you know, at this point, you know, she's, she's not having she's any, of she's yeah, she's well, and seven's pissed off. Seven's pissed off that this conversation is even happening. Oh yeah. Uh, and well, I like the fact like, that it, and he's just in re, re, this like, is really just a channel, fight between the two girls. Yeah, because the, she gives the, him is like, oh. yeah, she gives <laughs> him the dirtiest, the dirty looks. And she's like, Rios, yeah. open fire now. Yeah. What are we waiting for? This these guys can't be trusted if they're either one of so two right. things. Yeah, yeah, they're either they're either, be, you know, they're either strong or they're weak and deceptive. That's the mm -hmm. two positions that they have. Uh, and obviously yeah. it's a weak and deceptive, I think is what we're seeing here. Uh, yeah, if but, you don't have strength or power or whatever she says, use deception. Yeah. So. She's going to, they're going to use deception. And then we get a very foreboding shot here of, you know, how big the ship actually is. It's, it's, oh, it's huge. Yeah. Um, and I like how they constantly show us in this episode, why yeah. seven isn't in Starfleet. She doesn't fit the mold. No, she can't. She can't. She can't be in Starfleet anymore. She's she's past that. Uh, this is a cool Whatever. shot because this is a shot from the ship and it's actually opening up the front, uh, yep. the front of the ship. Uh, we get a nice front shot of the uh, uh, of the uh, Stargazer, which I thought was fantastic. And some oh, actually, let's go back here a second. Oh, um, 
we get some uh, more more beauty shots here. And again, well, like the Bellerophon there. That's this one I thought was interesting. So it is interesting. And, yeah, and this is almost like an NX class that they're still using. Yeah, or, really. Or a refit of an NX class. Um, wow. So that was interesting, I thought. Um, but we we see just it. This thing just towers the ship, and and the Stargazer is mm. a big ship, uh, and this thing just towers it, uh, which is typical typical Borg, uh, go big or go home, right? Uh, and she's clearly upset. Uh, at this point, they fire, they fire something, but we don't really know what's going on here. And what it is is they're trying to get their teleporter through the shields. It's their transporter beam. It's just their transporter. They're like the beam, transporter yeah. beam is cutting through the shields. So yeah, and it's literally just cutting, and that's what it's <laughs> doing. Uh, we got a nice little shot here. We find uh, there's obviously a trill here, um, yep. and uh, we get a nice shot of the uh, the engine uh, readout here, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, very very reminiscent of uh, actually, I would say probably Voyager would be the closest uh, to the engine mm -hmm. on this one. Uh, so pretty cool. Uh, and obviously, we're now starting to see Rios is 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 getting disjointed. So when Rios is getting disjointed, you, you know you're in trouble. Uh, and of course, Picard is upset as well. And we now are back to a scene where we're in, essentially, we're in one of the corridors and it's flashing red and there's people running through. We got weapons being drawn uh, because they're seeing something about to emerge. And they've all got weapons drawn. I thought it was cool that they all have weapons on them. Uh, which is something you didn't see a lot in some of the other series, uh, weapons on the bridge. Uh, but these guys all had full weapons on. Uh, so that leads me to believe the Stargazer isn't really an exploratory ship as much as some of the other ships. Worf always had his on the bridge. He always did have his, but being the security officer, you kind of have to, right? Whereas the rest of them didn't. But everybody on this bridge seems to be armed, uh, which plays into this a little bit later well, on. Well, then they then call this... like two or three other armed teams to the bridge. exactly yeah uh and then what's really cool is we get to see this we get to see this figure this figure just mm. shows up uh the very bottom weird. half is very reminiscent of the borg um but the top half is very interesting it's almost like it's a chain armor uh but it's not see-through uh which is very interesting i thought i There's think it's gonna be somebody interesting under that mask I think yes exactly we don't know who it is look. yet they don't we're, we're it guessing away, it's a queen but... But we again don't know for sure. Uh, but this this thing, and at this point, she we're makes still a reference that his mother would make, which is what's strange. Hey, yeah, so you caught that. Oh, I'm glad you did because mm. I was going to mention it. Um, which leads us to believe that maybe there's a little bit more of a link to this person than we know about. Um, so mm. maybe we find out later that maybe at one point, maybe Picard's his mother mom was might a have been assimilated. And that's why his father was so abusive. Maybe. Maybe so. We'll see. I have no idea. Well, this is this is going to be a weird one. Let's put it that way. Uh, but either way, at this point, we don't have an attack. We just got a person standing on the bridge, and they start talking, and they're like, they want to talk to Picard. And at this point, she starts making some references, and then all of a sudden, the tentacles come out, and the tentacles She's like start... need power. Yeah, need <laughs> power. So she says that they have a need before they're willing to join the Federation. Uh, and Rios walks up and says, well, what's that need? And she goes, power. Yeah, she's like, the and... gun negotiation <laughs> begins now. And then yeah, she and steals their power. <laughs> these all these tentacles, very Oc Doc, uh, Doc Ock style yeah, from uh, Spider-Man, uh, starts piercing into all these consoles. And you don't really know why she's doing that. And then Gerardi kind of makes a mention, uh, just so you guys know, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, yeah, she's taking over the ship. Uh, yeah. Which... 
we 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 knew it was going to happen anyway let's be honest uh but very cool to see very cool to see how it's been done uh and that's where we get into using board yeah well and then she says oh she's actually taking over the whole fleet Mm -hmm. uh which is very interesting uh and here she is sucking on this stuff but the one thing i did notice is some of the consoles a lot of the consoles are starting to turn green which i thought was really cool cool. uh there was some of the elements of the consoles were green there was no green anywhere to be seen on this bridge and then all of a sudden green starts showing up uh which i thought was a very cool nod and then we catch up uh, and, to our opening scene basically oh right. yeah and, and then of course we have seven it. seven's just like i'm done we're firing yeah, doesn't and wait for I permission she shoots <laughs> and then somebody else joins her and starts shooting as well yeah, uh and everybody. then we start seeing yeah we start seeing all of a sudden we see that her her the mask that this figure is wearing uh kind of rotates in and does some stuff and then all of a sudden it can start shooting out stuff Mm-hmm. Uh, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, very yeah. cool design. Very cool design. So these guys all just start firing on her. Uh, on her, we're going to assume it's a her. Uh, firing on it, I guess. Uh, and it starts firing back. And it's firing back like all over the place. It, mm-hmm. it It's, it's it nailing cool. everything left, right, and center. Uh, at first, you think that she's killing everybody. And then Gerardi goes down to look at one of them and finds out that they're all stunned. Uh, they're not even dead. So, not and again, cool. we got a really cool beauty shot here. A very cool, uh, mm. very, very cool design. I love it. Mm. Um, very, that's about as close as I, we ever got to her. So I thought that was pretty neat to see, uh, but kind of like a chain, chain mail mesh kind of thing mm. going on. Uh, very, oh, very Borg-esque. Look. Yeah. yeah, very Borg-esque. Uh, and then at this point, Rios and everybody starts, you know, we got arms uh, coming in. People are getting fired on. And Gerardi starts figuring out and uh, Seven starts figuring out that they're actually just being, they're being stunned. They're not actually getting killed. Um, but you, you see that they're taking it over. And Gerardi's yeah. just like, whoa, we're going to, what the hell's going on here? Blah, blah, blah. And you all of a sudden see an external shot and all these ships are getting bounced around and everything. Yeah. And, and their turning shields green. are all over the place and they're all turning green, which is very cool. I thought uh, very, very yeah. neat. Seven had a good line in there too, which is right before the he decides to self-destruct, which is she's just like we can't let her have an armada Picard. We can't give yeah. the board. Yeah. You all can't just give her an armada. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. So then he's well, and seven's very anti-Borg for obvious reasons. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and makes sense. Uh, and it's it's good to have so her because Picard if we didn't have her here, reasons, well, usually. Picard is as well, of course. Uh, but he's basically ducking for cover at this point. He he knows he's an old man, he's only got a certain amount, and he tries to talk talk to the entity and at this point he knows it's not going well and she at says, that point, look up. yeah and she says look up at him and we know this from earlier when he had the flashback that's what his mom used to say all the time so that leads us to believe that there's something going on here some sort of connection mm-hmm. now keep in mind though the borg do have his entire memories so yeah. that you know yeah. the you know Good he point. was assimilated at one point so we know that they know everything he knows um so at this point he they know all that stuff and then we see essentially we i didn't get a good shot of it but we basically uh we see picard uh initiate the uh, initiate the uh, self-destruct sequence uh it's got a 10 second timer it counts all the way down in the last second she says look up uh and then at that point we see a bright flash we see the stargazer essentially what appears to be blowing up uh and then all of a sudden Picard is now waking up somewhere else. Did you did you notice his self destruct code was the same as Kirk's? Yes, zero zero zero, zero, zero. destruct destruct zero. zero. Yeah, 
exactly. Very cool nod. <laughs> it's the worst code uh, ever, though. Zero, zero, yeah. zero, zero, destruct, zero. So one of the oh, first thing that. he sees, yeah, one of the first things he sees is that he's in, he's in the, um, what do we want to call this? The His solarium? solarium? Uh, he's in the solarium again, but now it's got a hex shield over it. Uh, which is interesting, uh, but we fe- we get the impression that that's further on, so it's some sort of atmosphere shield. Uh, well, they say it's the solar shields. It's the solar shield, yeah, which the android says to him eventually. Uh, yeah. But he wakes up, he's got a different emblem on, different outfit on, he's got military-ish uh, boots on, uh, which is very interesting. Uh, and he looks at... Yeah, he looks at this emblem and he goes, this is not something I know of. What is this? And it still has an admiral ranking on it. If you, uh, well, actually, technically captain, it's got four bars on it. Uh, so it could be an admiral rank or it could be uh, just that. Uh, but I love this scene. This, yeah, this, this shot looks great. Uh, this is yeah. to show us essentially that Picard is a fractured man. He's, he's, he's not whole anymore. And time uh, is, is also fractured. Yes, time is also fractured indeed. And for some strange reason... the fire in which we burn. Yeah, I don't know what happened here. Apparently, I have more pictures for sure. Um, So let me just see if I can pick those pictures up. Uh, Let me just... That's pretty much the end of the episode, except for... Uh, Well, we're missing (laughs) one key scene, which we're going to talk about once I get the pictures up for it. Um, Mm -hmm. Where are we now? Sorry. Our second... Big cameo besides Guinan of the episode. Yes. Uh, let's see if we can share here. Share screen. And we're going to do window and this one. Share. Okay. And we're going to bring this back up and we're going to add this to stream. There we go. See, I got this. I almost got this whole thing now. Oh, all right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we have basically a panning shot of him getting up and all that, which was interesting. Um, this was cool. Instead of Chateau Picard having, you know, memories of various good times that he's had, a lot of weaponry, a lot of weaponry now. So we know that something aggressive changed. paintings <laughs> and aggressive paintings. Tigers attacking snakes, uh, which is very uh, and thing. And of course, we got a battle. John Luke's. Yeah, we got John Luke in a very uh, Kirkesh uh, kind of outfit. Uh, very. Oh, uh, uh, what is that? Probably Rathacon, uh Voyage Homish kind of outfits. Um, very cool i thought uh cool battle uh, looking thing here uh and he looks at it in disgust he's just like what the hell is this and then all of a sudden this guy shows up and it's clearly one of our uh uh one of our uh, synthetics uh it looks actually, like one of the ones from jupiter station absolutely yeah, station. yeah and uh he goes you know where is uh where I think is, it's the same one, actually, the one that starts to kill. Could them. be the same guy, yeah, the same guy that was killing them, yeah, or mm. killing killing a bunch of them. Uh, mm. He, but he's he's shedding out for um, uh, what what's her name? Uh, L- Laris. 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 Uh, I'm terrible with names. Uh, so he's Lazarus. shedding out for Laris, uh, not Lazarus. <laughs> uh, that's a totally different character. Uh, but uh, Laris, and he's he's just like uh, I don't know of any Laris. Uh, and he looks up the name, and he's like Romulan. It means what did what did it mean? I can't remember exactly. But uh, a new meant, day. A new day. That's it. Uh, and he goes, "Do you want me to check the re- uh, you know refugee roster for that and stuff like that?" And he's like, uh, "Whatever. You know, I don't know." And then he just kind of looks down and kind of discuss. And all of a sudden, <gasps> he hears it. Mon Capitan. And then, of course, a CG version of John yep. Delancey, which I'll tell you, I think looks pretty good. Looks good. Compared to yep. if you've seen 
the book of Boba Fett and you saw uh, Luke Skywalker in that. Ooh, that was rough. Very, very smooth. Very fake. Uh, and very his, obvious. Uh, making himself older was way more satisfying than Guinan's. Yes. But if we actually look play. at this, I think this effect doesn't look too bad. I, I, it's not I, bad. I, you can tell it's not him. Like you can tell absolutely. CGI, but you know they've it, it's, they've it's taken fun. a cut from one of the earlier shows and and modeled it. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, I think it was good. And then he basically goes, "Well, I see if you've gotten older, I guess yeah. I will match." And he snaps his fingers, yeah. and then instantly there he is, the man yeah, himself, looking good. Uh, looking good. This 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 scene right here, and you know what we've we've seen a lot of this in the trailer. Uh, I don't care. I love John Delancey. Uh, I got a wicked man crush on this man. Uh, he's he's fantastic. I just love him. And if anything, he's gonna be the salve that soothes my worries. Um, yes, because if it is just gonna be this timey wimey jump through time thing, and we sort of do lose this nice Star Trek aesthetic we've achieved in this episode, mm-hmm. he better be going along for the ride. And we, I agree. At least a yeah. buddy cop show between. Well, and, two and or whatever yeah know. and they did they did show kind of a preview of the season right after this episode uh and we see a lot of him we we do see a lot of mm-hmm. uh, john delancey so i think he's definitely prominent in the show but i wouldn't say he's there all the time uh but he's definitely there at key moments i'm sure but and he basically reminds reminds picard and we saw this in the trailer you know the trial never ends john luke I love that. Uh, yeah. and very cool the thing i really like about him is how they've how he's how he's not he's not showing playful cue in this he's showing no, he's very serious original cue he's showing very sinister mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. which i actually got a couple screenshots that kind of show us that a little bit better uh we got this very menacing mm-hmm. shot of him which 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 i like because it shows you that he's been very serious about this test this whole time yes and we, all we, we, we kept blowing this off but it keeps coming back to haunt us and you know this is this yeah. is a never-ending trial yeah, which um, came back in the last episode of TNG I, as well. I love this sinister look, though. He's looking right in his eyes, and he's yeah. just got this kind of sinister smile to him. John Delancey is a fantastic actor, especially when it comes yes. to emotion. Uh, fantastic. He, he really knows how to play this it character. <laughs> this character play. is his character. Like, There's nobody that can yeah. do it well uh, than yeah. him. Um, and when you look at this, this is one of the final scenes of him, and he's got a little bit of... A little bit of excitement in his eyes but not oh, a lot yeah. just it's very subtle but it's there uh and i think this is kind of to show that he does want to have a friendship with picard uh and that's one of the reasons why he's always in this trial with him uh and then picard's just got this look of oh q q no 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 yeah he's no. like no 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 i can't no, take any more of this i've had enough yeah. uh and then that's pretty much where we end the episode and then they show us a preview yeah. we see Obviously, I, I have a couple shots for the preview, which I'll just kind of flip. Oh, through. I skipped them on purpose. Oh, did you? Okay, well, then we're not going to show it. We're not yeah, going to show it. Yeah, get out of here. Let's get out of here. We don't need any more of this. Um, I, I think everything gets previewed to death these days. That's true, yeah. Really. But there there are some great scenes. Uh, the thing that was interesting to me is uh, how we're going to see uh, more of uh, Brent Spiner. Uh, we're going to see him. Um, yeah, it looks like plays, in this alternate uh, world, Inigo. he's more Alton predominant. Inigo's. Uh, he's going to be playing a character named Adam, uh, oh. which is interesting, or at least a relative of Adam, because there's a um, there's a statue that says Adam Adam Soon, 
Oh, uh, so many soons out there. There's a lot of soons, and of course, Brent Spiner has to play like them him. all. Yeah. Uh, but uh, overall, I think this was a great. Um, uh, personally, I think this was a great, uh, great episode. A great start. Um, yeah, I was half crying and half on the edge of my seat. It was amazing. I, I was I very was cool. Very it. cool. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Um, and overall, I just think I thought it was a great, uh, great way to start the season. Now, I have been here before. Uh, the first episode of the first season, I felt pretty good about as well. Not as good as this, though. Um, no. it, it, it was a solid episode to start with, but I was very unsure on a lot of the characters. The characters didn't give me a lot of information uh, back then, I thought. And uh, that's something that I, I think uh, going on. Uh, later on, we're going to uh, we're going to see some more of. So I, I like where we've progressed these characters over this year, year and a half. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like where everybody is. Nobody irritated me. We had just enough of Soji, which I thought was great. We didn't need yeah, to focus on Soji. Of Soji. Soji really should be a background part of the story at this point. And, you know, we well, get I, I assume where... everyone will be if he's off. Well, he's going to be adventuring with most of them, right? So at this point, some of them aren't going to have to are going to have to be, you know, companion characters. But mm. I, but overall, I just think it's going to be I I'm very excited. I don't know about you. I I, oh, yeah. I, I think I was the first one to finish the episode. A, out of a little worried. But if if it can attain or like remain this good, then we're in for a treat. Yeah, exactly. And that, and that's, and that's kind of where I am with it. Um, I, I feel it's, it, it's pretty good, uh, where it is. I I'm hoping we keep this. I, I, I'm hoping they keep the pace. The pace is the biggest issue I had with the first season. The pace was so slow at times. Like the sock scene was just didn't need to be there. And, and actually you pointed it out in one of our other podcasts recently, where you said, basically, if you skip any scene that's with actors over the age of, uh, you know, under the age of 35, you're in good shape it's and show. it's true it really is um the worst part about season one was pretty much every time the young actors were on screen um yeah. which is it kind of it's it a terrible thing it never they felt just like part hit. of the story it never felt no like they felt like an afterthought and and that's where i think we're getting more into this uh we do have some uh we do have some uh, interesting comments here dave says picard's mother what the hell is going on we saw a vision of her uh, old her in season one of TNG and she was an old French woman with tea. It's true. Well, you know, maybe different That's time true. in his life. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Uh, he was he was just a young boy in this episode. Now, Dave didn't agree with me on the de-aging of John Delancey. I, I, I thought it was fine. He said it was worse than Patrick Stewart on X3. Um, now, no. Dave, I think you're being a little hard, uh, but you know, that is Dave. He's very critical on some things. Uh, but I'm glad uh, it wasn't very long. I'm glad it was just a quick shot because and I Dave did, also mentions he was unable to make this podcast because he's uh, currently temporary uh, in temporary insanity, insanity uh, which also makes makes true as well. Uh, and actually, he mentioned something about the Girardi episode, uh, the Girardi scene where she's at the bar and the guy's hitting on her. Uh, and he goes, so, this so is- he hires uh, Jody and I, the two who are full-time insane. Exactly. Yeah, crazy, crazy. <laughs> uh, but he brings up one of the lines and he goes, this is about pretty people flirt. flirt. That's what Girardi says. Uh, and going, he was... gives us some emoticons, which I don't think we're allowed to if we keep it to a family oh show. So, Oh my. Oh my. So oh the reference my. there. There you go. Uh, anyway, let's get to ratings because uh, we're way over time here, but I was excited mm. about this episode, so it just flew by this 90 minutes. So, uh, yeah. you know, what can you do? 
Um, so anyway, let's uh, let's bring this into the stream here. And actually, I'm going to full screen this puppy because uh, you don't need to see our, our ugly faces while we're doing this. And let's get rid of the, uh, the banner here as well. Uh, let's bring this in. Uh, can I assume this in a little bit? Uh, I think that's about it. Okay, well, we're going to have to live with that. Hopefully, people can see it. Um, anyway, Stargazer. Dave actually already gave us a, a, a rating. He rated it a 7 out of 10. Well, that's it. Uh, which, Come on, Dave. What's going I, I'm, on? Here? I'm surprised, actually. I'm Those a little uniforms? disappointed with Dave. Uh, the uniforms Those alone should have gave it a five. So you're telling me it's only yeah. worth two? What are you, what are you yeah, on really. there, Dave? Anyway, that's fine. Everybody has their opinion, even if they are wrong. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Devin. That's a what 10 you, for me. I wouldn't change You're going a straight 10, eh? Like full out yep. 10. All right. Yep. I'm not going to do a 10. I'm going to do a nine. I think there was some there were some things here that could have been better. Uh, but overall, I think it's a solid episode. Uh, we don't have Adam scoring yet. Um, so unfortunately, we can't really uh, give I a just good hope average. it's not the last 10 I uh, put on there this season. But you know I, what? I and fear it may be. I, I agree with you completely. So anyway, at this point, the, the rating so far, even though they are pretty early, uh, IMDb gave it an 8.2. Uh, and our combined average right now is at 7.4. Oh, my God. Course, Get rid of that zero you put in there for Adams. It well, he put that out. in. I didn't. Can we actually put do it? I don't know. Oh, yeah, there you go. So we're at there an 8.7. All right. Okay. Well, see, Dave does all the numbers too, eh? Like, yeah. you know, what do you want from us? You know, what can you yeah. do? But uh, anyway, overall, I think it's a solid first outing uh, for the second season. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Like this is it's the this best is... Trek episode I've seen since Enterprise went off the air, if not Voyager. It was really good. No, there's have to be at least a few Enterprise episodes. That I, I think Doctor's this episode great. is better than anything that Star Trek has given me in this modern era. Um, yeah, I would agree. It, as, as an episode. Now, I'm not saying there isn't good episodes of Discovery. There are, um, you know, good episodes. Lower Decks is fantastic as well. Um, but I think for, yeah. for, oh, for, well, if you bring in lower decks, eesh, there's some yeah, lower decks lower is a little deck. bit of a different thing though, because it's yeah, animated, yeah. right? So, but out of the live action stuff, let's say that for the live sure. action stuff, uh, which obviously being, uh, mostly just discovery, I guess, realistically. Um, yeah, I would even throw in the new modern movies. I think this is, and the new modern movies. Yeah. Uh, overall, I just think great presentation. I I'm interested to see what Adam says about it as well. Um, I know he, um, he was excited uh, for Picard as well. Uh, he and he and I were both the two that were really excited for this show. Um, but overall, I, I I think it was a great outing. Um, there are a little bit of flaws there, but I don't. I think it's solid. I I think we did a great job. I just hope, as as you said, you know, it, really, it's 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 this is about time. The season's about time. Um, the preview looks fantastic. I thought there were some really cool scenes that they showed us that even the the trailers didn't have in it. Um, so, and again, I don't want to ruin those for you or anybody else that's watching. So we're not going to cover those, but the, uh, there is some very, you, you get the impression that John Delancey is going to be around for a bit. We definitely see more of Brent Spiner. Um, but it looks like they've opened up some other things as well. So again, I don't want to spoil anything, but it looks like we're going to, we're going to see some return from some other oh, people as well so oh good should be good. interesting so we'll see we don't know it's been rumored that uh jordy's going to be on the show at some point uh it's uh, probably you know, a coolant leak lavar burton somewhere uh you know there's always a coolant link somewhere and sometimes you can't have jeff uh but what can you do <laughs> uh now i don't have any of the other things that he normally plugs like all of his little pictures and stuff so i'll just quickly mention them um i do a show on monday which is uh enterprise at eight uh, which I'm sure you have a prop for somewhere. 
No, nope. you have a problem. But no, I no got my own. Oh, but we, well, I was going to leave yours to last because that's that's <laughs> one of the most important ones. Uh, but here at Live Along a Podcast, we have all different shows. We have Enterprise at Eight, which we, is our rewatch series for Enterprise. Uh, on Tuesday, we have our um, our DS Nine at Nine ish uh, with our uh, good friend Jeff, the host there, uh, well, who, uh, you covers go. you know from front to back. Oh well, there's the NX right there. Uh, but, uh, so again, enterprise, uh, enterprise on Monday, we have Tuesday, we uh, cover DS nine. Uh, I believe on Thursdays, we're going to be covering discovery, the remainder of discovery season, uh, season four. Uh, and then of course we're covering here Picard as well. And that's the reason why we kind of have overlap on the two shows. Uh, they're probably starting their show just now. Um, so, uh, we, you know, tune into that one if you get a chance. Um, but overall, uh, it's it's Star Trek all here all over this place mm-hmm. and of course there's other channels which they normally promote which I'm not going to because I don't have their stuff uh, but we also do a Star Trek radio theater which the next one's going to be on Saturday uh, which I don't have the promo uh, material for because it wasn't provided to me, but uh, should be good. It's a reread of um, the famous episode from uh, Next Gen, which is uh, oh geez, which uh, it's the Q episode from season one. Um, Q who? Not- no. Is it Q who? No. Q who's the other one? Um, I got uh, it for you here. Hold you on. got it? Hold okay, on. bring it up. Bring it up. Bring it up. No, I can't uh, bring it up on screen. No, no, but you uh, know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know which one it is, but overall, oh we're, you know what? It, we're, we're just completely unprepared, David. Yeah, we are. Never mind. I don't have it. We don't have it. Anyway, but, but they're, tune gonna, in. They're, having, they're having Steve Shives on. Steve Shives, a uh, very famous YouTuber, awesome dude, uh, and great content over on his channel, uh, Steve Shives. Yep. Um, so always get a chance to watch that. I've I've loved his videos for a couple of years now. Um, so great, great it's content. But there's SCB. always great content here on this channel, uh, especially when Davin and I are here. Uh, yep. I personally think that the two of us really do... Uh, do lend the awesomeness to this channel and of course davin you have your own podcast which is fantastic as well which is the cooters of trek like you even have stickers to promote it like that's that's high class podcasting right there my friend you can't get better than that uh where hey, look, you and your uh, yeah. uh your your buddy's name is dave as well right yep i only work uh, with daves and, generally you, so you know a bunch of daves yeah there, there's a lot of daves in star trek uh but yeah no, these it, are the daves it, i know you have some great shows like Debate Nine, uh, yeah. which is fantastic. I yeah. love watching that. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day I'll get a chance to be on it. But uh, yeah, sure. The last sure. time I couldn't because uh, scheduling conflict. But one day, yeah. anyway. And I have an and I have my X Men show. Check out X Rated. Oh, I totally the X-Men forgot animated about that. Yes. review show. Which yes, X Rated. X Rated. We do that every Tuesday. Which isn't actually X Rated. No, but it's it is. Really. Crazy. Crazy. I think that might be a play on the words, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, <laughs> well, my co-host usually sneaks like one f bomb into the does episode he? just so no. I needlessly wow. have to put it's explicit. <laughs> he probably <laughs> does that on purpose to make sure he gets the right audience, right? But, yeah. But anyway, but check you, that out. We're into season two. We just started season two. Good for you. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, unless you have something else to say, I think it's time to sign off. Uh, I don't have any fancy soundboard, so I'm just going to say good night and live long and podcast. Oh, and prosper. Oh. One thing, remember when Rio what? said make it so, but in his own language? That was very Yes. Cool. That was pretty cool too. Another nod. And then and then Gerardi says something like, uh, what is it? Um what'd she say? Uh something like so, uh like living up to like the Yeah, living up to like, living 
reputation or, or something or, like that. Yeah, I can't remember yeah, the exact yeah. line, but it imitation was is the best. Gerardi didn't annoy me. Like Gerardi didn't awesome. annoy me in this entire episode, guys. And I know that's something that a lot of people didn't think it was going to happen. But anyway, all yeah, right. Anyway, to derail the end there. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. It doesn't matter. He should have known better than to put us in charge. It's true. Anyway, <laughs> live long and podcast. Make it show. Make it show. Oh, thank you.